Good morning, Denver, and welcome to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage, providing nationwide, world-class customer service right here in the Mile High City. I'm your host, Joe Massey, along with my co-host, Catherine Gutierrez, providing you with more than 20 years combined experience in mortgage lending. We are here to share inside knowledge and experience of the home buying and refinance process, and we have a terrific guest in the studio this morning, John Summer with Your Castle Real Estate. Catherine, good morning. It's great to see you today. How are you? You're doing well. Thanks. Good to see you, too. Yes. So tell our listeners a little bit about what we've got on tap for our show today. Yeah, today we're going to be reviewing how to buy and sell successfully here in Colorado. John Summer has been doing this for 26 plus years now, so he has great tips and tricks on how to um, get your buyer under contract or get your home ready um, to sell, um, get that property under contract sooner than later. And then, of course, we're going to review the listing of the week brought to us by Erica Hall with Your Castle Real Estate. And then, of course, I'm going to mention a free event that's going on in Colorado this weekend. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM1690, KDMT, brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage. For any questions about permanent financing here in Colorado, give us a call, 303-809-7769. All right. Again, in the studio this morning, we're very excited to have John Summer with Your Castle Real Estate. Listeners out there, if you're interested in speaking with John to learn about the real estate market, buying or selling a home, you can reach him at 303-947-3638. And as a reminder, Castle & Cook Mortgage and Your Castle Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other. John, good morning. How are you today? I'm really great. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You're one of our favorite agents, and it's been a while, so I'm glad we've got you here on the show for the first time. This is exciting. Thank you so much, Joe. I really appreciate it. So tell us just a little bit about your background in real estate, John. Where are you from? How'd you get started? Um, I'm originally from California, moved Uh out to Colorado about 28 years ago. Uh, and got started in real estate 27 years ago mm-hmm. and have been doing it full-time ever since. Yeah, and that's something that you work with buyers, you work with sellers. I know you've got a long history with investors and doing some of your own transactions as well, right? Yes, um, all of the above. Uh, <laughs> I work, love working with buyers and with sellers. Um, I've made a specialty of working with investor sellers uh, for many, many years, so I've got mm-hmm. a lot of expertise in that area. Um, and I love working in real estate because I get to work with people on typically one of the largest financial transactions of their life. Yeah. Um, And being able to really take care of people and make sure that they have everything that they need in a time that can often be stressful for people when they're moving or selling or buying, either way, uh, it's an important time for them. And I want to make sure that they've got everything that they need and uh, they're able to be successful in whatever they're out to accomplish. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Buying or selling a home is a stressful time. I mean, Catherine, we deal with folks that are buying all the time and you can hear it in their voice. You Absolutely. know, they're nervous. There's that they do this once every seven years, whereas John, you do mm-hmm. it every week, right? Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. And like, in, even if it's not their first time, it's still stressful buying that first investment property, buying the second until you get, yeah. I don't even know how many until you feel comfortable, but it's always a new process. The property is different. It's not always a single family home, normal transaction so yeah especially for my investor clients uh and there could be anywhere from you know owning one investment property to i have clients that own over 100 investment mm-hmm. properties so dealing with uh whatever their needs are and wherever they are in the investment process for those clients yeah absolutely well guys let's dive in and talk just a little bit about the market so before we talk about buying or selling um john tell us a little bit about the market here in denver first question one of my favorites is this a buyer's market or a seller's market right now I'd say we're still a seller's market. Okay. Uh, not as strong as we've been in the last couple of two, three, four, five years, mm-hmm. uh, but it is still a seller's market. And one of the ways we can tell it's a seller's market is 
what is the average days on market for the average price house? Okay. So for the average single family home in Denver, currently is running about Mm -hmm. $485,000. And the average days on market for a house of that price is running about 35 days. Mm -hmm. In what we call a balanced market, that should be anywhere from three to four months on the market. And since it's selling much faster than that for the average sale price, we would say it's still a seller's market. Not quite as strong as it's been the last two years, but uh, still pretty much a seller's market. Yeah. Yeah. I describe it as, you know, the last year, the year before that market was just crazy bananas, right? Now it's like really good for sellers. It's not just completely off the charts. Would you agree? It's good for sellers. Um, and it's been improving for buyers, um, especially for the average, uh, first time buyer or second time move up buyer, uh, that are going to be in that moderate price range anywhere from 300 to 500,000. Uh, we're looking at at an improving market for buyers. Yeah, uh, much less competitive than it's been in the last few years. Yeah, so that comes right into my next question. So it's a seller's market. If I'm a buyer and I'm renting right now, does that mean I should not buy a home? I should wait until the tide turns? Definitely not. Okay, you want to buy now. Yeah, I agree. Prices are only going to go up. Uh, interest rates are still very favorable for buyers, so it is a great time to buy. And if you look at all the statistics and crunch the numbers and you know, what is it, how much money would you spend renting versus how much money you'd spend buying? Even if you look over the next one year period and look at it today, look at it a year out, you'll find that as a buyer, you will save probably twenty or $30,000 just in the next year if you bought now versus waiting a year from now. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. So often we get tripped up or we read an article on the internet or in the news and it says, oh, it's such a strong seller's market. You should wait to buy. I just don't see it. I still see that a lot of our clients are getting good deals. They're not smoking deals, but you know what? They're getting really low interest rates. They're buying properties and then properties are continuing to go up. What are you seeing out there? Yeah, absolutely. People Google a lot and that's Mm -hmm. not always the best case. Talk to your professional real estate agent, talk to your professional lender, Mm -hmm. see what the market is really like statistically. So it's really hard to convince someone who's like, oh, well, I've been researching a lot. It's like, well, where have you been looking and where have you been getting your information? It could just give them, get them over that hump of buy now, buy yesterday, don't wait till next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, trip up in that whole thing is people are afraid that the market might go down or right. go sideways. Right. And there is absolutely zero evidence that our market's going to do anything other than keep going up. That's right. So let me ask you, that's, that's my next question. Are we in a bubble? No, we're we not. Are definitely not. Yeah. Uh, the fundamentals of our market are so strong and they, they're based on our economy mm-hmm. and the population. The population's growing. Po- Colorado is still one of the most popular states in the nation. People are moving here. Yep. People are, who live here are staying here. Um, it's got a great economy. There's lots of jobs. It's a great environment to to live in, to raise a family in. So it's only improving. Yeah. And with those basic fundamentals, the market's only going to keep increasing in value. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. We've got 50, 60, 70,000 people that move here every year, and we don't build 50,000 new homes. You know, We build 8,000, 10,000, 12,000. So the market is going to continue to improve, just going to continue to get better. Whether you're buying or selling, um, don't wait, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Now, John, if one of our listeners wants to get in touch with you to learn about the real estate market, chat with you, get some more advice about their individual situation, what's the best phone number we could reach you at? Absolutely. Um, Anytime you can reach me at 303-947-3638. And I'm available virtually all the time by phone and text. I'm one of those realtors who... (laughs) 
actually answers his phone every day. I can attest. I don't know that I've ever actually left you a voicemail. I think if I call your phone number, it gets picked up 100% of the time. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Like I, I feel like I'm always calling you, but then you're calling me right, right back before I even have the chance. So that's always a good quality. It really is. Well, I, I think communication is really a really important thing for either buyers or sellers. And yeah. being available and being able to be in communication all the time is important to people. Because what you said earlier, people are stressed. It's a yeah. stressful time. I think you're exactly right. What a great quality to have. That's awesome. We love that about you, John. Thanks. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690 KDMT, brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call at 303-809-7769. All right, so I think we can agree that we're definitely still in a seller's market, so it's a good time to sell if you already own a property. John, walk us through some of the important tips that you would give to a seller uh, to get their home ready for sale. What's the first step that you walk them through? Kind of just give me a little bit about the process. Well, a little bit, uh, I want to educate people about the market. So it is a seller's market, yes, but it's not what I call a stupid market. Yeah. So buyers are still picky, and Mm -hmm. if a home is not prepared to sell or priced right, it literally won't sell, That's even right. in this market. So it's critical that people understand that. It's not like any house you put on the market is going to sell at any price. Yeah. So what I'm finding is what sells fast and what sells for the right price is two categories of homes. Ones that are, we'll start with the worst ones. Mm-hmm. Ones that I'll call a complete dog. <laughs> I mean, this one needs everything. Yeah. Right. And those are going to sell because investors and sweat equity buyers are out there in the market and they want to buy those houses and they're going to get snapped up. But we're talking prices, you know, well below market. Sure, sure. Most people aren't in that category. They've got a home to sell. It's their home. They live there. They're proud of it. They want to make, you know, they want to sell for top Top dollar. Top dollar, right. And what's going to sell for top dollar are homes that are in move-in condition. So the buyer walks in, they go, wow, I love this. What, you know, I want to make an offer today. Yeah. And I've got direct evidence of that with homes that, where the seller, for some reason, didn't want to spend much time getting it ready, and it was sort of not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, counseled them. I said, "Look, you know, we go in the market like this, or we can really spend a little bit of time and money and get it looking perfect." And they said, "Well, let's try it like this. Mm-hmm. We tried it like this. It didn't sell. Two, three weeks. We do a little bit of improvements. Take a couple of days. Boom, we got multiple offers the next day." Yeah. I think you're right. You want to be at either end of the spectrum. You want to be the total dog, right? And that's going to sell for probably a low price. Or you want to be the diamond in the rough that is going to sell at the top price. You don't yeah. want to be the rough stuff in the middle. Right. Would you agree and, with that? Absolutely. And we want to we want to prepare that, prepare the house in every way. In other words, get all the, get it looking as spiffy as we can. Yeah. And not go on the market until everything is done. We don't want to like leave a few little things for later. Let's get it all done. Cause the idea is there's always a pent up demand in the market for any price range of homes. Sure. And when we go on the market, we're going to get a flush of interest right in the, right in the beginning, the first couple of days on the market. You know, just in the last few weeks, I've had a number of homes on the market where we went on the market and had 30, 40 showings the first weekend. And you know, up to a dozen offers. That's amazing. And when you get multiple offers, that's the ideal situation for the seller. Yeah. Because we get buyers competing against each other and often they will spend more in a competitive environment like that than they would if they were the only buyer looking at the house. Right. That's exactly right. So what are some of the things that we should do? You're going to walk through the property with me. I'm selling my home. What are you going to look for? What are you going to point out? What's some of the work that I might want to do? And I know it depends on every home, but every home's a little different, but we want to make sure that, you know, the house is freshly painted. There's no, you know, gouges in the walls, things like that, Uh, that the carpet 
or the flooring is clean and ready to go. If, if the carpet's older or uh, the flooring is older, often we want to replace that. It's not a particularly expensive thing. Yeah. We want to make sure that the house is decluttered, that sure. it's clean, ready to go, and shows really well. That's a big one, the clutter, right? Yeah. Take down your personal photos. Make sure that this is somewhere that the buyer can see themselves living in. Absolutely. Not like you got to take down everything that's personal, but if you got 20 photos on a wall, maybe you leave up two. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a great point. Now, what about then staging? Do you recommend staging it? Um, it depends. Um, I mostly only stage vacant properties. So I okay. often sell properties that have been rental properties, and so they're vacant when I get them. Uh, in those cases, in many situations, it's a big advantage to stage the properties. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, we only stage about four or five rooms. We'll stage the kitchen, the dining room, master bedroom, kind of things on the main floor, the living room, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, minimal staging, and it really can have a huge impact on the sellability and how quick the house sells. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I feel like if I'm a buyer, I walk into a place and it's already kind of set up. I'm like, oh, I can imagine myself here already. So that's, yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 You can see, oh, the couch goes there. The TV mm-hmm. goes there. Oh, if I'm sitting on the couch, I can see out the window and see the kids in the backyard. It's, it's a lot easier to visualize if you have that furniture there. Yeah. Now, what about photography? Do you just snap photos with your iPhone or what do you do with that? No, I have a professional team of photographers that come in and, and they have gorgeous photos. Yeah. Um, you look at the house and sometimes owners will look at the house and goes, really? That's my house? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, boy, I kind of want to stay now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it makes, it makes a huge difference because so many buyers, virtually all buyers now, are going to look at the house online mm-hmm. either before or after they see it in person. Mm-hmm. and. Seeing it beforehand with those enhanced photographs makes a huge difference. It's very attractive. They're going to call their realtor. They're going to put it at the top of their list of the houses they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the photos really are your first showing, right? Would you agree, Catherine? Yeah, absolutely. When they when the, as a professional photographer, they get that wide angle, make it look huge, even if it's a maybe a little smaller property, and better than like having your selfie in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> it's like you want to get the best of, out of the property, and why not yeah. spend an extra few bucks on the professional photography for them? Absolutely. Yep. And I think you're you're so right, John. This is a seller's market, but it's not a stupid market. We still have to position the proper the property properly for yeah. sale, right? Would you agree? Absolutely. We want the idea in marketing the property is we want to get it in front of every potential buyer mm-hmm. who's interested in the market. We're going to get it out there everywhere. On the internet, print ads, uh, we got brochures, color brochures in front of the property so people driving by can see it. Yeah. So really take advantage of every possible media. Now, a question I've got for you, you listed, you know, several different things that we may have to do because every property is unique. Sounds like a lot of work. If I'm selling my property, is this something that I've got to take a week off from work to go do all this? Or do you have vendors that can help? How does that work? It depends on your situation. Um, I've got a team of vendors and contractors I've worked with for more than 20 years that are ready, willing and able to step in and really do some really cost effective updates to properties. And I've managed the updating of about 700 properties in the last 27 years. Wow. So I've got a lot of experience and have a lot of vendors and contractors available. Excellent. I think that's a really big value add. Number one, you're answering the phone. Number two, (laughs) you've got a list of vendors that can help me get that property ready to sell. I think that right there is just head and shoulders above a lot of agents. Absolutely. And I think number three would be you have, you're going to give them the correct advice, not just, oh, not just paint, just because like, you know, the ABCs of what actually needs to happen. Yeah. What colors we should use. Yeah. Yeah. What sheens we should use, what type Mm -hmm. of paint. All of that stuff, I'm available to to really counsel my buy, my sellers. Love to make it. The best choices there. That's fantastic. Now, John, if somebody wants to get in touch with you to learn about selling a home, have you do a walkthrough with them, and you know maybe start talking with you about it. Best phone number we could reach you at. 
303-947-3638. Anytime. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM1690 KDMT, brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call, 303-809-7769. All right, so now let's flip uh, the script here. Instead of selling a property, let's say I'm a buyer and I want to buy a property. All right, so you've been working, you've got this property listed for sale over here, it's perfect, and I say, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want. I've looked at it on the pictures, I've walked through, I wanna buy this property. What are some strategies and tips that you could give me as a buyer that I need to be aware of? Great question, Joe. Because in this competitive market, the really top properties are gonna get multiple offers. Yeah, You can pretty much count on that. A typical strategy is a, is a seller will put the property out of the market on a Friday, mm-hmm. They're going to show it through the weekend. They're going to review offers on Monday. Mm-hmm. So as a buyer, here I am on Friday afternoon, I see the perfect house and I want to make sure I'm going to get it. And I know from talking to many agents that that often their buyers are making offers on three, four, five, six, or even more properties before they get the one they want. That's right. So I've developed a set of strategies and I talk with the buyers about that, that really will get them into the house that they want, at yeah. the price that they want. Okay. Um, and the first... The first thing I do is I make sure I'm in communication with the realtor representing the seller. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will just fire off an offer blind. They don't have any conversations. They don't have any communication. So I get in communication with them. Uh, The next thing I do is I call you, Joe. Right. And I make sure that uh, you call that agent to tell them about the qualifications of this buyer of the offer that's coming so that they know and they've got a good relationship uh, with you as the lender and know that you're going to be communication with them throughout the process. Right. Yeah. We're not just some Joe Schmo in you know Pennsylvania, right? Not that there's anything wrong with crossing state lines, but we're right here. We're tied to this transaction just like you. You know, I'm right down the street if they need something. Yeah. I think it's important. And in my conversations with the broker representing the seller, I might ask them, what is it that the buyer that the seller wants? Yeah. You know, what are the dates that they want? Do they need to stay in the house after closing for three weeks to close on their next house? Uh, you know, could we offer to pay for some things that normally the seller would pay for? Would that be an inducement? Um, are we concerned about the appraised value of the house? And do we need to do some strategies with regards to our contract in terms of the appraisal? Yeah. So there's all these different strategies. They vary by circumstance. Yep. But the key thing is to be in close communication with that other realtor to make sure that we establish a relationship and that they see that we're partners with them in getting this house sold. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't have to be an adversarial relationship. Right. It doesn't have to be buyer wins, mm-hmm. seller loses, yeah. vice versa. It's, hey, you know what? You want to sell your home. We want to buy the home. Uh, let's work together on it. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Real estate's a team sport. Yeah. Yeah. We see that a lot, don't we, Catherine? Yeah. And like we believe in teamwork here on the lending side. And then, of course, working with the real estate agent to make sure everyone's communication on the same page throughout the transaction. So there's not like, oh, what's going on? We never want that to happen. So we believe in teamwork also. Yeah. Yeah. Another part of the strategy. Uh, the people often don't think about when they go into buying or selling a house is what's going to happen after the buyer does their inspection. Yeah. So the buyer is going to go do an inspection. Now, an average house has about 100,000 parts to it. Right. That's a lot of parts. And mm-hmm. over the years, depending on the age of the home, some of those things can go, you know, they can need some updating or they, there's some work that might, might need to be done. So part of my strategy in working with buyers and with sellers is to be able to counsel them on what are the real implications of the things that they find on their inspection. Mm-hmm. So to actually interpret the report from the inspector, and I use very experienced inspectors, most of them have tw- over 25 years of experience mm-hmm. as home inspectors, and be able to 
their job is to give us the information about what's going on with the home. And then my working with the buyer is to counsel them on, okay, go, what are the things that you really need to be concerned about? What are the things that are going to cost you money down the road if you don't address them now? Right. What are the things that are really important? And find out what their priorities are. Right. And sometimes, can you be flexible on that? Right. Hey, you know what? We know the furnace may be nearing the end of its useful life, but we were the offer that was able to win out and the seller has a backup offer. So are we willing to say, hey, we'll fix this furnace a year, two years, three years down the road because it's more important to us to buy this home rather than having to go back out on the market? Exactly. So and and another advantage, another thing for buyers is they can buy a home buyer's warranty or yeah. they can ask the seller to buy one. And they're about $350 for 14 months. And that'll cover things like the furnace and stove and things like that that might go wrong. Yeah, that can be a great option that really gives you some peace of mind for not a lot of money out of pocket. Exactly. So, you know, if they got the home of their dreams, why give it up for something that may cost them $1,000 two or three years down the road? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. So communication, I think, is great. And then counseling those buyers and sellers. Give us your third biggest tip. What, what else would you say is really important for buyers to know that they're going to win that property? To make sure that they set their parameters. Yeah. So what's, you know, how far are they willing to go? There's a, there's a, a, a strategy that one can use in making an offer. It's called an escalation clause. Mm-hmm. An escalation clause is where, as a buyer, I say, you know, I'm going to offer you, say, $400,000 for the property. But if you get a higher offer, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I'm willing to beat any offer like that by $1,000 up to my maximum of whatever that number is, 415 sure. say. Sure. And I have a great record of success yeah. in getting properties for my buyers. Uh, in fact, the majority of my buyers get the first house that they offer on. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of your buyers and I'll agree. Those... Uh, escalation clauses and that communication and that counsel. It, you're exactly right. So many of our buyers that we talk to, oh my gosh, I'm on my seventh offer. Great. Mm-hmm. They finally get under contract. When it's one of your guys, it's the first one. I know like 80% <laughs> of the time it's the first offer, which is just such a great testament to you know the way you write a contract, your professionalism, the way you work with the other side, because it is a team sport. And we see it a lot, Catherine, with inexperienced agents. Nothing wrong with being yeah. new, but just make sure you got a great mentor who's you know leading the way. Absolutely. Don't leave your voicemail full. Have a voicemail <laughs> yeah. and answer your phone. <laughs> yeah. So true. Unfortunately, so true. I can't yeah. tell you the number of times I, I leave. Know. Yep. Attempt to leave messages mm-hmm. for other agents and your voicemail is full. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Now, John, uh, if any of our uh, listeners want to talk with you about buying a home, best phone number we could reach you at? 303-947-3638 by voice or text anytime. Awesome. Thank you. Now, Catherine, I think we've got a great listing of the week coming up here. Tell us about that. Yeah, we have a listing of the week brought to us by Erica Hall with Your Castle Real Estate. Her number is 720-234-5680. This property is in Centennial, 16664 East Crest Lane place is listed at 545 it's a beautiful property two car two car garage in piney creek large corner lot um, four bedroom three bath um, wood floors throughout the property big windows so a lot of natural light um, so that's the listing of the week again brought to us by erica hall 720-234-5680 that's a great property it's actually not far from where i live so anybody that wants to get out there and look at that property you could be my neighbor you know, we're always looking for good people in the neighborhood. Nice. 
And what do we have for our event of the weekend? Yeah, we have a free event. It's kind of a summer event, so um, it's going on every weekend. It's at the DIA, the Westin Hotel. Right next to there, they set up like a whole park um, scenario over there. Um, yard games, live music, fit, fitness sessions so like yoga, a little bit of CrossFit, family activities. Um, so I think they're just trying to make um, the Westin DIA more uh, event friendly. So that's going on. It's a free event going on from 11 to 1 p.m. Um, again, every weekend this summer. So take a look. If you're out there, check it out. Really a cool event. I actually walked through that venue the other day when I was out at the airport and they just had a lot of neat stuff out there. So really cool. Yeah. You know, even if you're not going to the airport to, to travel anywhere, never hurts to just get out, take the kids, try something new. Yeah. All right, folks out there, if anybody would like to get in touch with John Summer, uh, your castle real estate, you can reach John at 303-947-3638. John, really terrific information today. Obviously, you're just a wealth of knowledge. We know that you can help people buy homes, sell homes, really know a ton about the market. Thank you so much for joining us. Really enjoyed having you on the show today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Joe. Absolutely. Folks out there, if you have any questions about buying a home or refinancing your current mortgage, please feel free to call us anytime here at Castle & Cook Mortgage. You can reach us at 303-809-7769. Just like John, our voicemail is not full and somebody <laughs> will answer the phone and be happy to chat with you. Thank you again for tuning into the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690. I'm Joe Massey along with my co-host, Catherine Gutierrez. Have a great weekend and look forward to seeing you next Saturday at 11 a.m.